Introduction to Heroes Every Child Should Know. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, not a volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Claudia Salto. Heroes Every Child Should Know by Hamilton Wright, maybe. Introduction if there had been no real heroes there would have been created imaginary ones for men cannot live without them the hero is just as necessary as the farmer the sailor the carpenter and the doctor society could not get on without him there have been a great many different kinds of heroes for in every age and among every people the hero has stood for the qualities that were most admired and sought after by the bravest and best and all ages and peoples have imagined or produced heroes as inevitably as they have made ploughs for turning the soil or ships for getting through the water or weapons with which to fight their enemies to be some kind of a hero has been the ambition of spirited boys from the beginning of history and if you want to know what the men and women of a country care for most you must study their heroes to the boy the hero stands for the highest success to the grown man and woman he stands for the deepest and richest life men have always worked with their hands but they have never been content with that kind of work they have looked up from the fields and watched the sun and stars they have cut wood for their fires in the forest but they have noticed the life which goes on among the trees and they have heard the mysterious sounds which often fill the air in the remotest places from the beginning men have not only used their hands but their intellect and their imagination they have had to work or starve but they have seen the world thought about it and dreamed about it they had worked and thought and dreamed only a little time before they began to explain the marvellous earth on which they found themselves and the strange things that happened in it the vastness and beauty of the fields woods sky and sea the force of the wind the coming and going of the day and night the warmth of summer when everything grew and the cold of winter when everything died the rush of the storm and the terrible brightness of the lightning they had no idea of what we call law or force they could not think of anything being moved or any noise being made unless there was some one like themselves to move things and make sounds and so they made stories of gods and giants and heroes and nymphs and fauns and the myths which are poetic explanations of the world and of the life of men in it came into being 
but they did not stop with these great matters they began to tell stories about themselves and the things they wanted to do and the kind of life they wanted to lead they wanted ease power wealth happiness freedom so they created genii built palaces made magic carpets which carried them to the ends of the earth and horses with wings which bore them through the air peopled the woods and fields with friendly frolicsome or mischievous little people who made fires for them if they were friendly or milked cows overturned bowls broke dishes and played all kinds of antics and made all sorts of trouble if they were mischievous or unfriendly beside the great myths like wild flowers in the shade of great trees there sprang up among the people of almost all countries a host of poetic satirical humorous or homely stories of fairies genii trolls giants dwarfs imps and queer creatures of all kinds so that to the children of two hundred years ago the woods the fields the solitary and quiet places everywhere were full of folk who kept out of sight but who had a great deal to do with the fortunes and fates of men and women from very early times great honor was paid to courage and strength qualities which won success and impressed the imagination in primitive not less than in highly developed societies the first heroes were gods or demigods or men of immense strength who did difficult things when men first began to live in the world they were in constant peril and faced hardships of every kind and from the start they had very hard work to do there were fields to be cultivated houses to be built woods to be explored beasts to be killed and other beasts to be tamed and set to work there were many things to be done and no tools to work with there were great storms to be faced and no houses for protection there was terrible cold and no fire or clothing there were diseases and no medicine there were perils on land in the water and in the air and no knowledge of the ways of meeting them at the very start courage and strength were necessary if life was to be preserved and men were to live together in safety and with comfort when a strong man appeared he helped his fellows to make themselves more at ease in the world sometimes he did this by simply making himself more comfortable and thus showing others how to do it sometimes he did it by working for his fellows no matter how selfish a man may be if he does any real work in the world he works not only for himself but for others in this way a selfish man like napoleon does the work of a hero without meaning to do it 
for the world is so made that no capable man or woman can be entirely selfish no matter how hard they try to get and keep everything for themselves it was not long before men saw that strong men could not work for themselves without working for others and there came in very early the idea of service as part of the idea of heroism and the demigods who were among the earliest heroes were servants as well as masters hercules the most powerful of the heroes to greek and roman boys was said to do the most difficult things not for himself but for others he destroyed lions hydras wild boars birds with brazen beaks and wings mad bulls many-headed monsters horses which fed on human flesh dragons he mastered the three-headed dog cerberus he tore asunder the rocks at the straits of gibraltar which bear his name to open a channel between the mediterranean and the atlantic he fought the centaur and brought back alcestis the wife of admetus from the pale regions of death where she had gone to save her husband's life in all these labors which were so great that works of extraordinary magnitude have since been called herculean the brave patient suffering hero was helping other people rather than helping himself and this was true of thor the strong god of the norsemen whose hammer was the most terrible weapon in the world the roll and crash of thunder being the sound of it and the blinding lightning the flash of it the gods were the friends of men giving the light and warmth and fertility of the summer that the fields might bear food for them and the long bright days might bring them peace and happiness and the giants were the enemies of men tirelessly trying to make the fields desolate and stop the singing of birds and shroud the sky in darkness by driving away summer with the icy breath of winter in this perpetual conflict thor was the hero of strength and courage beating back the giants defeating their schemes and fighting the battle for gods and men with tireless zeal counting no peril or hardship too great if there was heroic work to be done courage and achievement are the two signs of the hero he may possess or lack many other qualities but he must be daring and he must do things and not dream or talk about them from the days of hercules to those of washington and livingston men of heroic spirit have not stopped to count the cost when a deed must be done but have done it usually with very little talk or noise 
for heroes as a rule are much more interested in getting their work done than in making themselves conspicuous or winning a reputation heroes have often been harsh and even brutal especially in the earliest times when humane feeling and a compassionate spirit had not been developed siegfried jason gustavus adolphus and van tromp were often arbitrary and oppressive in their attitude toward men and in later times alfred the great william the silent and nelson were not without serious defects of temper and sometimes of character men are not great or heroic because they are faultless they are great and heroic because they dare suffer achieve and serve and men love their heroes not because they have been perfect characters under all conditions but because they have been brave true able and unselfish a man may have few faults and count for very little in the world because he lacks force daring the greatness of soul which moves before a generation like a flaming torch a man may lead a stainless life not because he is really virtuous but because he has very few temptations within or without some of the most heroic men have put forth more strength in resisting a single temptation than men of theories and more commonplace natures put forth in a lifetime the serious faults of heroes are not overlooked or forgotten the great man is as much the servant of the moral law as the little man and pays the same price for disobedience but generosity of spirit devotion to high aims and capacity for self-sacrifice often outweigh serious offences nelson is less a hero because he yielded to a great temptation but he remains a hero in spite of the stain on his fame it is much better not to be profane under any circumstances but when washington swore fiercely at charles lee on the battlefield of monmouth his profanity was the expression of the righteous wrath of a good man in judging the hero one must take into account the age in which he lived the differences in moral standards between the past and the present and the force of the temptations which come with strength of body passion imagination great position colossal enterprises these do not conceal or excuse the faults of heroes but they explain those faults the men whose bravery and great deeds are described in these pages have been selected not because they are faultless in character and life but because they were brave generous self-forgetful self-sacrificing and capable of splendid deeds men love and honor them not only because they owe them a great deal of gratitude 
but because they see in their heroes the kind of men they would like to be for the possibilities of the heroic are in almost all men stories of the heroes have often made other men strong and brave and true in the face of great perils and tasks and this book is put forth in the faith that it will not only pass on the fame of the heroes of the past but help make heroes in the present hamilton wright maybe end of introduction to heroes every child should know